lovers, welcome to the Break Loose podcast. I'm your host, Bianca, and on this podcast, we'll be talking about mental health, self-development, spirituality, universal laws, and everything in between. I don't know when this is going to be out, but I hope this finds you where you are. As always, just take what resonates and leave the rest behind. I want to talk about the waning of the year and where our mindset could be at and hopefully you know get to the new year feeling better about ourselves and um the prospects that 2022 has for us and what we have to offer for 2022 the thing is i saw a post on social media basically you were saying that um 2021 is almost over. What have you accomplished? And I skipped so fast from that post because I felt personally attacked. You know, the year is almost over. And I guess the last few months is when we kind of ask ourselves very reflective questions relative to our success and overall growth. We ask ourselves questions like, what have I accomplished this year? You know, going through the checklist of, you know, the things that we wanted to accomplish. You know, it might be losing weight, gaining weight. It might be you wanted to quit your job and start your business or get a job or you wanted to move to somewhere, right? And sometimes all the resolutions we made in the beginning are just staring at us back. And then maybe you realize what a failure then I must be. You know, this was the case for me. And I'm here to tell you that if you are feeling that way, that is so far from the truth. You know, if like me, you hangering yourself for not accomplishing your goals, and in fact, you feel like you're not where you want to be as the year is coming to uh, an end, if all you did was literally spend this little energy in reserve to stay alive this year, you know, know that you've accomplished the most important thing, enduring through tremendous, unassailable agony, navigating through life. Um, I'm going to give you a backstory. I was pregnant half of the year, um, and my son was born in June, and six weeks after he was born, he was rushed to the hospital because he had some rare heart condition. He needed surgery and all of those things. So I stayed with him for three days in the hospital and was sent home because I had COVID. Cool. I come home and I was I was very glad that they they, they sent me home. I, I was glad also that they sent me home because of COVID and not necessarily because I said I wanted to go because I felt like I couldn't stay there. I couldn't watch my son in that condition where he was losing so much weight and he was literally blue. He was unstable in an ICU and, you know, there was literally nothing I could do there. I couldn't even be present in my own mind. It was, I just didn't know if I was in or out, you know, coming or going. It was just such a tough time for me. Um, so when I got home, I closed the door and I cried for the first time, the second time. And this was me crying, crying. And I was calling out to, you know, my ancestors. I was calling out to the universe. I was calling out to my spirit guides, you know, ascendant masters and any benevolent being that was there. Like, can we please have a meeting? Like, what is happening? I feel like you could have prepared me for this. What is happening, right? And I got into this almost trance where I was just purely in... In, in prayer, I, I just don't even know the, the, word, the, the term for it, but, like, I was just 
speaking to God 24-7 in my heart. It, it, that was what was consuming me all the time. Because even before I was pregnant, to be honest, I was having my own existential crisis. Okay, I was depressed. I think I noticed my depression really in 2017. That's when I was like, like I am not well. I was a hypochondriac. I had insomnia. I was demotivated, uninspired, um, going in and out of the doctors. Actually, the first time, the last time that I went to the doctor, um, I had some low abdominal pain and I wasn't sleeping. So I told him this and he was like, why are you so anxious about something that you cannot change about the future? This was when I was t 2017. Oh, yeah, it was 2017, and he gave me some sleeping pills and a new diet. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? Is that what you're going to give me? Are you not going to tell me I need to go somewhere, speak to someone? It's, he said, you know, you need a therapist for sure, but, like, change your diet, and I'm going to give you these pills for a week, and let's see if, you know, we can work something out from there. Um, so I was clearly going through it even before I was pregnant, but 2021... You know, something so dear to me um, just snatched from my hands, right? So it just, it had me on my knees. It was a very challenging year. And I was just drowning, gasping for breath, for a break, and longing for the courage, the desire to just live. My winning energy was dense. It was just dark. You know, every, just every day, it was just a laborious brawl wrestling with the hopelessness, the belief that I will never get out of the situation. You know, the situation being me feeling uninspired, unmotivated, just feeling like I'm forgotten, I'm left behind. The situation that I'm in right now is just my whole life is my destiny and it will just never get better. Just not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, Fighting the urge not to end it all. And I know it's only the first episode, but truly, if we can be honest with ourselves, which is what I want us to do, is that it gets there. It does get there. When, when I was pregnant with my son, I had just about had enough, okay? Um, this is a duck joke, but I used to say when I was in any minor discomfort and clearly over the whole thing, and then I get heartburn, like, are you serious? I'd be like, bruh, don't you know if I pop a pill or 10, I would end the both of us? <laughs> it's funny now, but it's such a duck joke. I digress. But I remember thinking that I don't even remember not feeling this way. Like, I don't know if I've ever been happy, actually. You know, I forgot how to even activate that very essence of joy. It was as if this is my natural state because I didn't know how to get out of it. You know, I couldn't shake it off. My hope in this episode today is that with the little tips that I have that will give you the momentum to propel you into the new year. And maybe it won't be new year, new you, right? But it will be a more self-aware you which is better than walking into a beautiful cycle already feeling defeated. I was actually telling my therapist that I don't even remember what was the turning point for me, but it was a drastic shift. The thing is, when a few days after my son had surgery, this was two weeks in the, him being in the hospital, they called me and they told me that my mom is hospitalized too. 
And mind you, I haven't spoken to my mom in a little over a year. But what I did was just forget about myself and where I was at, which I'm grateful for now for the for that happening because I couldn't, I I wasn't, I I prayed and I did whatever I could, right, for my son. And now I can just let go of the situation and help someone else, which was my mom. And I rushed to my mom's house to take care of my siblings um, and be there for them. But now, fast forward, I've went to bed for the last four months generally feeling content. You know, contentment is such a subtle feeling. You know, you realize just one day that, oh my goodness, I feel great. You know, and I've risen off my bed feeling just as great, um, feeling like I've already won the day, right? When before, every day was just such a, a fight. But I think this feeling that I have is joy, right? And I think it's, it's hope. This free flowing of energy that I'm immersed in now comes from the trusting, you know, what the situation with my mom and my son being in hospital at the same time, really, truly fighting for their lives, instead of it throwing me into a deeper depression, I got out of it. That was when I had the most energy. That, that was when I had the, the, the motivation, not even the inspiration to get up and be something in my life, right, and follow my purpose. It was a blessing in disguise. I had the feeling or I had the thought in my mind all the time that says it gets worse before it gets better. And I just knew that they're going to come out stronger than before. They're going to be healthy and well and, you know, our lives are just going to continue. And that's what exactly that happened, right? Because for so long, I was living in resistance and uncertainty. The resistance of how, how will I get this done? Right. When will I finally feel better about myself, about my circumstances? When will this finally happen to me, right? And for me, which is just breakthroughs and refusing of the of refusing letting go of the uncertainty of the how, the overwhelming, how will I do this? How will I get there? Right? There is something so powerful in surrendering. And when your back is against the wall, like mine was, letting go is but your only option. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't open myself's heart and give me a new one. I couldn't fetch my mom from the hospital and be like, step out of it, you're fine. Right? I had to let go completely of, of people that I love so dear to the hands of the universe that I have been preaching and believing that I trust so much. Right? Now it was a test. But then what happened, I feel like I understood what was happening. I was not living in oblivion anymore, right? God was and is pruning me. He was saying that, you know, he, she, whatever you want to call it, the universe was saying to me that success and everything that you want, that you're so anxious about, is your birthright, right? But who you become in the process is what I'm concerned about you know, with the situation with my son and my mom and everything that I've been through in my life and overcame it, all the things that I've accomplished so far, who I am today, I can not even box 
the universe in, I know that it will show up and out for me. I had the belief that everything is happening for me and not to me or against me. Like maybe this is a message for someone, someone will resonate with this, but the universe is saying that prosperity, health, wealth, joy, all these things that you want are your birthright. Whatever you are wanting, the divine wants for the, wants that for you too. So with that, we stay ready because we know that we're going to get what we want anyways. Whatever that is happening in our current reality, it doesn't matter, right? So what are we doing to prepare for the things that we want, for the life that we want, for the people that we want to embody, right? Are you concerned about the past? Are you putting yourself down? Or are you looking too far in the future, too concerned about it that you can't even be present? So for me, it was realizing that everything is in control. Right? The universe has everything under control. So I have to take care of myself because I know that they're going to be fine. I know that I am going to be fine. I know that everything is going to be fine. So what are you doing to prepare yourself for what's coming? For me, first thing I did was practice self-care. And I'm not necessarily talking about bubble baths or listening to binaural beats on YouTube or taking a walk when you are particularly feeling low on a, a day. I'm talking about purely nurturing yourself, authentically showing up for yourself. You know, for me, I chose to surround myself with people that nourish me, people that told me that everything's going to be fine. And out of the depression, I took a bath every day. And I know this is bizarre. <laughs> But I took a bath every single day. I was intentional with putting myself together. I even put a little bit of makeup. And I know it's crazy. My son is in hospital, but I'm battling for his life. And my mom is also doing the same. But I was like, you know what? They're going to be fine. Get up, eat something, watch some TV, get your mind off the things that are happening that you have no control over. If someone tells you a joke, don't wallow around in what is happening in your life. Laugh. Be present. And I'm not saying that the moments, there were not moments where I did think about what was happening and be very just sad, right? Be very sad. And I'm not going to also say that I did not have moments where I was saying to the universe, why is this happening to me? Like, haven't I been through the most already? Why? Because the universe would just respond back and say, then who? Who do you want the situation for? Are you better than everyone else? Right? The universe is always reassuring me that I will never give you a situation greater than you. If you're in a jiff, know that I've already given you the breath, I've already given you the strength, I've already given you the power to get over the situation. It is yours. It is designed for you. Therefore, I know that you'll pass with flying colors. So I chose not to victimize myself and wallow around. I chose to find my lights and engage with it with curiosity and openness. And over time, I started to do that with zeal, with excitement, because it's like I was rediscovering myself again. The situation or the circumstance was a reawakening of my soul. You know, finding what feels good and following that over and over and over again. I learned that prioritizing your mental health, your emotional, spiritual, and physical health shouldn't be done when only things feel overwhelming. If, like, I swear if we put as 
even half of the energy that we exert in other people and other things, we were far. So for me, self-care meant compassion for myself. You know, yeah, everyone seems to be 10 steps ahead of me, getting promotions and seemingly very tall relationships, buying cars, homes, and whatever else, right? That doesn't mean anything about me. In fact, it has nothing to do with me and my journey and my path, right? So I had to have compassion for myself, like I would to a friend. It is important to hold ourselves accountable, of course, for the things that we say that we're going to do, right? But in the same breath, we cannot beat ourselves to the pits. You know, we have to listen to the inner dialogue and catch ourselves when we start bedmarthing our own, ourselves. Because it is so bizarre that we show for others more than we do ourselves. You know, if a friend is going through something, we know how to empathize and show compassion, you know, towards those people, you know, but with ourselves, we beat ourselves up. You know, we need to allow ourselves, we need to allow ourselves room to mourn what could have been. And for me, it was, I had, you know, I wanted to start my business, actually businesses, um, but I always would just go halfway through everything that I did. And then I would then be you know, I guess, beat myself, like, you can't accomplish anything. Yeah, you are so lazy, blah, 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 all of these things, right? So with the pregnancy, I felt like here's another obstacle holding me back from the things that I want to do. You know, I'm stuck in my body. When I was pregnant, I refused to let the pregnancy hold me back. When even that was God's plan, right? I, I couldn't, I did not realize that my pregnancy is a blit. I mean, I did realize it was a blessing, but it was so far from me that this is also the plan. It is a pivotal plan. Because sometimes we have plans for ourselves. We plan all these things. But the thing is, is it the, the plan of the universe? Is it a guided plan? So instead of resting and preparing for the baby, um you know, getting ready for this area of my life, right? I was chasing what I thought was my purpose. And I'm not saying all of these things are not necessarily my purpose, no. But the universe was saying, this is not the season. This is not the season. So you will stay in this depressive state, in this, you know, victim mentality state where you feel like everything is going wrong because you are failing to realize that, yes, you're going to get there, you're going to do that, you're going to experience all of these things. But right now, this is what is happening. So it was definitely a problem, a problem of compassion for me. So the self-care that I'm talking about was compassion. So I want to read you something that I saw on, that Dr. Kristen wrote on the selfcompassion.org. So she says that self-compassion is aimed at the alleviation of suffering. We cannot always control the way things are. If we use self-compassion practice to try to make our pain go away by suppressing it or fighting against it, things will likely get worse. With self-compassion, we mindfully accept that the moment is painful and embrace ourselves with kindness and in care and response, remembering that imperfection is part of the shared human experience. 
This allows us to hold ourselves in love and connection, giving ourselves the support and the comfort needed to bear the pain while providing the optimal condition for growth and transformation. And that's what I did in a nutshell. So I'm glad that this, this article was available. So now I understood that I am in the pruning stage. Where on the surface, it looks like nothing is happening. But in reality, everything is happening within. So now I know I can rest. Now I know that I can rest in the uncertainty that is everything, right? Uncertainty is part of the journey. There is no resistance anymore. I know my job. And I know for sure that the divine is doing its job. When all I have to do is facilitate an environment within myself that allows the divine to do its part, right? In the becoming. Because what we think we want, what we think we desire to be, in retrospect, truly God wants that for us too, right? And if it's greatness, and it is greatness, so we prepare, right? We prepare for the pressure, like diamonds. Diamonds are formed under pressure, but never forget that they are not formed overnight. Greatness is not cute. Greatness is not like inshallah, right? So we have to stop thinking that everything is going to be smooth. The second thing that I did was let go of the notion of time. The narrative that we should have accomplished this or that by this time in my life or in our lives or age, you know. Time is just a contract to make sense of movement. I think largely because of our society and societal conditioning that we feel the pressure of maybe getting married by a certain age or being established in our careers, said who, we have to dance to the tune of our own drum, right? And follow with the path, the divine path that is going to be in divine timing. I think social media is strongly destructive in that sense, right? Where we see our, we see our peers accomplishing everything under the moon, where manifesting seems to be happening overnight, where we see our peers, you know, seemingly living the type of life that we want to live, you know, the lifestyle that we desire. And, you know, however, even through that, we need to remember that social media is just highlight reels of the best parts of our lives. So it's really doing us a disservice when we compare ourselves with others, right? Of course, we can aspire and be inspired by other people, but we cannot now assume that we should be on the same level. I think the scrolling to right, contribute to our self-esteem, right? And we find ourselves that we are scrolling over and over hours wherever social media app that you're using and you start to find faults about yourself. You know, you start to need to think that you need to get this to be like them, right? If you are addicted to social media or where you spend your precious time scrolling for hours, then later feel shitty because hours have gone and you haven't even done anything, I suggest that you take a break, deactivate your social media apps for a month or, or I don't know, three days and see what that does to your productivity and your self-esteem. I dare you to do that. Um, so we want to let go of the expectations. Surrender Bryan, author of The Secret, highly recommend this book, tells us that we have to say what we want and let the universe figure out the rest. Well, not in those words. 
Because what expectations do is everything but leave room for the universe to do much. Because you have already imprinted in your mind how things are supposed to unfold and you're mentally pushing for this narrative to go down exactly the way that you have imprinted, right? So there's so much resistance there. And if your desire is coupled with resistance, which is you forcing your desire, your desired outcome and wanting to know the how and the when, the universe just steps back and goes to your neighbor. Because you're sending the energy of, I know what I'm doing, I got this, I've got it figured out. Divine timing is a thing. Know that whatever you want, whatever you're desiring, desiring is coming in divine timing. Patience in the waiting is about preparing for something grander and greater than your imagination. When you have unwavering faith that you will get what you desire, you will embody the person that you wish to be, the, the desired reality, because at the end of the day, the universe, the divine, wouldn't place a desire in your heart for nothing. When you know all of these things, you, be you begin to relax in the knowing, surrendering to the creative force that, is cre that has created everything. So we have to have this knowing that it's going to work out, it's going to happen to me. And when you truly believe this, the journey itself becomes so peaceful. You have this, what I'm calling contentment, right? What we want to do then is getting ourselves in tuning into the frequency, the vibrational align alignment of this reality that we want. Our duty is to keep raising our frequency because everything in your life comes as a result of the vibration that you are on. But essentially letting go of the resistance and have patience, the contentment in the right now, gratitude right now, because by doing so, you're creating the energy of belief, and that is when the universe can show up. It says in the in the three book magic, I I, th I think it's a poem, I'm not sure, but it says that in the strength of my belief, my faith will make it so, along those lines. And I truly believe that when we get to that point, we kind of just rest within ourselves. So as the year is waning and you're feeling unaccomplished and you feel unmotivated, uninspired, you know, waiting for 2022, because my friend was telling me, I just can't wait for 2021 to be over and so I can kickstart my life in 2022. And it's like, why do you have to wait for 2022? It's just a calendar. Like, you can just decide right now, oh, I'm just going to be the, I'm just going to embody who I want to be. Right? You can start today. No one said you have to wait for the 1st of January to make changes because we have to realize that your presence every moment has purpose, right? It's okay not to be okay. And for a season, unmotivated and depressed, feeling like you're behind time or behind schedule, um, it's okay to stay in those emotions and interact with them and get through them, because that's what we have to do, get through it. Because it'd be like that sometimes, right? It gets gloomy and we crumble down, but as long as we have a pulse, you know, and I know that you're tired or, you know, you're, you, you feel discouraged sometimes, rest, recuperate. Don't burn out trying to get to the next thing. You've got generational curses to overcome and you might be the first one to go to college in your family or you might be the first one in your family to make the kind of income that you're making right all of that does not just come by just 
you know, n not the pruning of those generational curses that you have to break, right? We were promised greatness, but no one said that the journey would be easy. So as long as we have a pulse, we have to rise. The last thing that I would, which is for me for like the first thing is to generate gratitude within ourselves. Like I am grateful, I am grateful, I am grateful. I am present in the waiting, right? Because anxiety and gratitude cannot exist in the same time. Gratitude shifts our energy from this lack mentality or this lack feeling to the present, which is our point of attraction. So we celebrate our wins, small or big. Those, they all count. We are, we are here, you know, and we thank the divine that I'm not where I was two years ago or I'm not where I was two weeks ago. So we strive to move forward, you know, you're not behind in life. There's no timetable, there's no formula, there's no schedule, and everything is just happening on time. Yeah, well, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, tune in next week for another episode. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GorgeouslyBianca, and if you know someone would find this valuable or would benefit from this please share it but until next time i love you ciao